0: Hello, gorgeous. How are you? I have just got such a big smile on my face at the moment. I am literally surrounded by dogs at the moment, which makes my heart and soul so happy. Um, I recently got a new doggy, probably like, yeah, not long ago at all. Um, And my current doggy that we already had has finally decided that he vibes his little sister and he is like becoming obsessed. So there might be some like play and punch-ons and commotion. So hopefully I can get through this while they're still asleep. <laughs> but I felt called to record this potty just kind of Randomly, it kind of dropped in and came to me, and it's based on an email that I actually sent out to my community. If you are not part of my mailing list, um, message me on Instagram at Lauren the Holistic Coach and let me know if you would like to um, receive those emails. Absolutely not spam me at all, by the way. Um, but I sent a really good email about the start of the month and what kind of energy we can harness in a brand new month. Now, depending on when this comes out and when you listen to this, it might not be essentially a brand new month, but I want to just talk about how to actually harness new beginnings and the new energy and just newness, right? So I have found there's this theme at the moment and I've been talking to a lot of my clients about um, well, we've been exploring the kind of death and rebirth vibe. Um, it's just this theme. I don't know, like I haven't been keeping up with astrology and stuff. I used to, I'm kind of like not keeping up to date with all of that. But you know, my clients who are into that will often be like, oh, it's because Mercury is in retrograde or whatever's happening. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense why I'm feeling so cooked or why everything feels like it's falling apart. (laughs) But I've noticed at the moment that there is this massive theme around... This things kind of heightening and coming to the surface really abruptly, really hectically for us to actually face our shit. And it's, again, always an initiation into stepping into the new chapter. So what I wanted to share today is some tips and practices that I um, lean into. Um, They're my favorite things that I anchor into to actually create spaciousness in my life for new energy and new beginnings to actually Enter and be enjoyed. So it's really important to remember that if we're still holding on to, anchored down by, and attached to old beliefs, people, places, experiences, and pain that is just no longer in line with who we are or who we want to be or the era of us we're stepping into, if we still have these attachments, you're going to find that a new month or this fresh beginning that you're really wanting is just going to feel like the same old shit. <laughs> so it requires us to actually like take inventory or take like, you know, do a little bit of a, an audit of like, what are my beliefs or the people I'm surrounding myself by or certain habits and patterns, like what's just not working for me. We need to create space. Energetically, we can only create spaciousness required for newness to enter our lives. If we practice releasing, cutting ties, cutting cords, tying up loose ends and actually removing what's no longer working. So when we talk about, say, a brand new month or a brand new year or a fresh start, the energy we're working with is just, you know, fresh energy, new beginnings, new creations, new intentions and goals, new opportunities, new chapters and growth unfolding like this is juicy as fuck. Um, and there's always a fresh opportunity to reflect and refocus and pursue our visions and purpose with renewed vitality. This doesn't necessarily have to be a brand new month. This can literally be whenever the fuck I decide it's time for a change. But I felt called to release this now because there has been that death and rebirth energy. Death meaning something needs to change or go away or be put to bed um, for the new stuff to come through. This could be certain themes and topics playing out in your relationships, in your career, certain thoughts and beliefs that keep coming up and nagging at you, um, certain conflict that you feel just keeps coming up. And it is kind of dying for you to just be like, okay, well, I'm going to keep repeating this pattern and I'm just going to feel this stagnant ass energy if I don't respond differently or choose to actually kind of leave it behind. So. I want to get into my favorite tips and practices for helping you actually step into a new chapter, embrace new beginnings and fresh energy. So the first thing is to reflect on your previous month. So even if it is like the 20th of the month, like the 20th day, you can still be like, okay, I want an anchor point of... Where am I at now? What am I doing this month? And what was I doing last month? Um, But this is quite powerful the first day of the month or like when you're in the first week of a month, obviously. So take some time to actually sit in reflection and consider what went well. What do you feel still needs some time, care, attention, and what you learned from the previous month? So it's really important to welcome moments of reflection. Um, that are actually going to help you identify areas for growth, um, where you might need to welcome in more self-compassion, self-acceptance and even just improvement. So I find as well, like as someone I'm, you know, uh, I work for myself and it can be really lonely sometimes not having a community. Sorry, I do have a community. That was silly of me to say. What I mean is like I was thinking about back when I used to work for someone else, there was, you know, managers and supervisors and people giving me feedback or, you know, time to sit down and reflect. And it's really important to be able to do this for yourself and hold space for yourself and actually kind of look at yourself impartially and be like, what's working? What's feeling good to me? What doesn't feel good to me? What's that kind of stagnant, lingering energy that's still kind of following me into the new month? How can I actually hold space for that? So my first tip is to reflect on your previous month. Allow yourself to be curious. Allow yourself to actually consider how far you've come as well. I feel like celebration is really key here too. So that's the first practice. Reflect on your previous month. The second one, and this is a really important one, I guess, energetically. And this is something I rant and rave about to my clients all the time. Declutter clear, cleanse, and tend to your physical space. So just like how we're going to create space um, for our mindset to actually start to look at what our thoughts and beliefs are and take stock of that, we're talking now about your physical space. I feel like we really underestimate what the state of our environment is like and how it impacts us. And they often say, one of my favorite sayings is the state of your bed is the state of your head right? So a messy and cluttered space makes for a really messy and disorganized mind. So starting to actually look at your physical space, this includes your decor, um, clothing, general mess, anything that you feel starts to spark a bit of unease, heaviness, anxiety, or it simply just feels really suffocating and not good. Remove it, clear it, cleanse it. A tidier and cleansed physical space is what's actually going to assist with feeling more calm, more energized, more creative. I literally just cleaned the space where I would usually work a few hours ago. And it's crazy. My energy shift and my mindset shift from the start of this morning when I woke up in that mess to now. I um, literally just felt called to record this episode. I've been having creative downloads just dropping in left, right, and center, and I'm just flowing. And I can tell you now I'm likening this to me actually tending, clearing, cleansing, and decluttering my physical space. So if you are wanting to embrace newness, including that new energy, create space physically in your space, okay? Okay. So, so far, we have got reflect on your previous month and declutter, clear, cleanse, and tend to your physical space. The next one, Angel, is spend some time alone. Solitude is honestly the best way to reconnect back to yourself and your energy, especially if you are feeling like you have absorbed and carried other people's energy with you throughout the day, or even just from certain interactions like... As a counselor and coach, I'm interacting with people all the time. Um, And even if it's not considered like a heavy session or we haven't gone into anything too hectic, it's still an energy exchange. Um, Depending on the work you do, depending on who you interact with, your home life, the state of your relationships and your friendships, sometimes we're just going to absorb and carry other people's energy. Sometimes it can be quite toxic and heavy. um, And it's really important to know how to create spaciousness to shake it off and come back in to your own energy. So ensure that you actually have quality alone time um, and ensure that there's an element of quiet, calm and presence. So avoid distractions, fuck off your screen time um, and just embrace quiet, calm presence. It could be anything, right? So with a quiet mind, honestly comes a deeper connection to your intuition and your creativity. So more alone time really helps with new ideas and intuitive downloads actually just dropping in. So think about a time where you've actually just like spent the time you needed to just recharge it might have been after a really busy time or heaps of events i often think about like the period of when we got out of the like hectic lockdowns um and then we started to just like get busy again it went from like literally having no plans because we were locked down to like every saturday every friday night like you know really far in advance we've got all these fucking plans and social events it was really exhausting for me so spending time alone was essential more than ever so this is another way to really come back to self and create the space for new energy and new beginnings to enter spend more time alone recharging and tending to yourself and filling your own cup the next one more mindful moments more mindful moments as i always say you've probably heard me say this before Whatever is done mindfully is meditation. So often when I talk to my clients about mindfulness, um, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, fuck, do I need to sit there in silence and meditation? I find it really hard. And I'll record another podcast on meditation when I feel cold. Uh, I do not at the moment. (laughs) But whatever is done mindfully is meditation. So your version of meditation is going to look very different to the next person. I've said it before, like my partner, for instance, his version of meditation is in the kitchen cooking. He is completely present. He is calm. He is just totally in the moment and in the zone. Right? So, starting to think, what do I do that I'm really mindful? I'm not even thinking about my phone or work or any other external factors, and I'm actually just sitting with myself, or I'm doing something, but it's gentle and it's nothing where I'm distracting myself. I still find that, you know, could even just be going for walks, and you notice that you have time to just process, right? So connect with a practice that helps you actually feel more present and grounded and just completely in the moment, right? And in a meditative state, try to practice non-attachment with your thoughts. So allow yourself to simply be and just sit with yourself and witness whatever comes up. I feel like we don't welcome in these mindful moments enough in a society where it is really kind of like instant gratification. Everything's quick. Um, we kind of get swept up in that. So embrace more slow flow, just presence and mindfulness, whatever that may look like for you. So more mindful moments. So at the moment, we've got reflect on your previous month, declutter, clear, cleanse, and tend to your physical space, spending more time in solitude and more mindful moments. So my second last practice is starting to develop new and meaningful routines and rituals for self-care. So I love this topic because there's a lot we can work with here and it looks different for everyone. So when I think of routines, rituals and self-care, I often hear people say like, ugh, (laughs) it's something I have to do. It should never fucking feel this way, right? So routines are what actually help us set the day and the, sorry, set the tone for our days and organize yourself and to help you feel more in control, which is always good, right? So the way I like to think about, say, implementing morning routines is implementing, yeah, morning routines that feel good to me that help me nurture my masculine energy, which is the energy of structure, planning, a bit of routine, right? When I think of routine, I'm holding myself accountable and I'm doing what I've set out to do. The morning's always a really good time for me, right? So that's a suggestion. You might wanna develop a really wholesome morning routine. Rituals, on the other hand, is what actually kind of helps you create room for what's important. Um, It helps you reflect and it helps you reduce stress. So when I think of rituals, I really like to lean into and create evening rituals. So this is a way to slow down, to unwind, and to nurture the feminine energy, which is often softness and flow and surrender. So if you think of the energy of the morning, It might be more busy and chaotic or more just kind of structure, routine and accountability because we've got shit we need to do. It's a balance, remember, but starting to think what evening rituals can I actually embrace that are going to help me um, self-reflect before disconnecting. Right. So self-reflection before disconnection. You're going to have a better night's sleep and you're going to feel like you've actually created space for a balance of both the getting shit done energy as well as the flow and the softness. So I would love to hear from you if it's something you start to do, the morning routines and the evening rituals. Um, Holler at your girl because I want to hear about it. Last but not least is protecting your energy through really strong boundaries. So it's really important to start to view your energy as currency and to set the intention to really check in with yourself daily around where you're at. So my suggestion for you is to consider how much you have in what I like to call your energetic bank. So if you were to imagine your energy as currency, how much do you need to save for yourself And how much do you have to invest in others? And I want you to remember that currency changes and it's going to change from day to day. Some days we have a lot more capacity than others and that is okay. So starting to implement and honor energetic boundaries is a way to actually enhance your experience of more ease, flow, calm and control. From this state, or even just from a more neutral state, we're able to actually welcome in new stuff, and a flow of new energy. So this includes declining, exhausting, heavy, and unwanted energetic exchanges that are actually going to create spaciousness for either necessary downtime or just connections that actually energize us and our spirit and help us feel our best selves. So I'm just going to recap. We've got reflect on your previous month, declutter, cleanse, and tend to your physical space, Spend more time alone, more mindful moments, develop new and meaningful routines and rituals and protect your energy through strong boundaries. These are by far my favorite things to anchor into. Like I said, to create spaciousness for new things, new energy, new beginnings, new creations, new opportunities, new chapters and growth to enter. If we want new, we need to create space. I would love to hear how you go with these, and I really hope this was helpful for you. I felt really called to just drop in and record this episode, and I'm hoping that it reaches you at the right time. Um, yeah, so let me know how you go. Plug in with me at Lauren the Holistic Coach on Instagram. Feel free to drop into my inbox. Let me know how this lands, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Before you head off i just wanted to let you know something really exciting i have officially opened new spots for my private holistic coaching journey and it is commencing this month now i do not take the work that i do lightly or for granted it is powerful as hell it creates massive impact it changes lives and it has flow on effects not only for yourself but for future generations so with that said These spots are not just for anyone, they are for my self-aware, soulful cycle breakers that are ready to take their healing, self, soul development journey to the next level. These spots are for those who are keen as hell to get unstuck, release the heavy bullshit no longer serving them that is limiting beliefs, fear, shame, blame and unhelpful patterns and those that are really wanting to find their groove again. These spots are sacred and an opportunity to quite literally change your life. This includes how you view yourself, how you hold yourself, how you show up for yourself. And this, of course, has flow and effects and benefits that leak into every single area of your life. That is love, friendships, relationships, business, money, career, your purpose, your passions. We cover it all. These spots are for my babes who deeply desire consciously bridging the gap between where they are now and where they didn't even know was possible. If this sounds like you, I'm leaving the information in the show notes. Fill out an application and I cannot wait to connect with you.